Welcome to the City Edge Church podcast. For more information, please visit our website at cityedgechurch.org.au. We hope that you enjoy this message. Hey, let's pray before we come around the Word this morning. Father God, we just thank you. Father, for the opportunity to open the Word of God this morning, and Father, around the idea of mosaic. And God, I ask you to, uh, to speak through me this morning. Holy Spirit, anoint me this morning as the, the, the preacher for, for, for right now in this church. God, let it not just be another sermon, but Father, let it be an encounter with the Word of God. And Father, I pray that I speak prophetically, Father, into people's lives today under that anointing. So Father, we commit it uh, to you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Just one more photo, actually, before I start. I missed. Uh, can we put the final one up of uh, the blood? I'm a fan of donating blood. And I'm a great advocate, actually, for donating blood. I, I donate plasma every two weeks. And uh, I, I think that Christians, uh, you know, the blood bank is always basically begging for blood. And I think there's enough Christian blood in Australia that we should be able to supply the entire blood bank of Australia. And I think what an incredible testimony it would be if around the world we were known that Australians, that the the church in Australia supplies the entire blood needs of the nation of Australia. I mean, we're all saved by a blood donor, aren't we? And piercings too, but don't get me into that. Uh, But so I I just want to encourage you, if if you've never donated blood, consider donating blood. Uh, I, I look at it, part of me kind of goes, you know, Jesus spat on people and it carried the anointing. He breathed on people and it carried the anointing. I kind of go, if I can put some of my blood into somebody else, I'm hoping they wake up from surgery going, man, I've got to get to church on Sunday. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I've got to get me some Jesus. So that's what I'm believing for. So I encourage you to, uh, to donate blood if you, uh, if you can. Hey, when, we're on, when, when my family and I are on holidays, we love doing uh, jigsaw puzzles. Now, I generally don't have the patience, uh, and uh, there's a certain type of jigsaw puzzle I like to do, and they're called was jigs. Does anyone know what a was jig is? Can we put the, the photo up of, of a was jig? Basically, what a was jig is, normally you would do a, uh, uh, you'd buy a jigsaw puzzle, and the picture on the front is the picture that you would do. But a was jig is actually what you do is you, in this particular one, if you go to the next photo, you have to do the picture of what the moose is seeing. So, so go back to the photo. So see the moose in the background. You've got to look at what the moose is seeing and then do the jigsaw from that perspective. So if we go, go to the, where actually we did the jigsaw. So there's a bear in the toilet and there's bears there. And, and so that's, that's the way you do it. I, 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 love doing, I love doing jigsaws. And your, your vision month this month is mosaic. And to define mosaic is, it's a picture or a pattern produced by arranging together small pieces into a bigger picture, which is actually the same definition as the jigsaw. And in 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 22, and this will be up on the screen, uh, Jesus talks about the mosaic as, uh, or the church of Christ, uh, the the, the body of Christ, as a, a, a physical body. And he says, for as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one being the body, being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? 
And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I am not of the body, is it, is it therefore not of the body? If the, body were, if the whole body were an eye, who would do the hearing? If the whole were hearing, who would do the smelling? But now God has set members, each one in the body, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body, and the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again to the head, uh, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather those members of the body, which seem to be the weaker, are necessary. Now I was reading this this week in preparation for my message this morning, and I thought, I need to rewrite some of the Bible. (laughs) So, I reworded this particular passage of Scripture but the concept of a jigsaw and a mosaic. And again, the words will be up on the screen. For as the jigsaw is one and has many pieces, but are all members of the same jigsaw, being many but yet all one jigsaw, so also is City Edge Church. For by the Holy Spirit, we've all been baptized in the same jigsaw, whether odd-shaped or normal-shaped or broken-shaped. There is a mosaic of pieces that forms the complete jigsaw, for in fact, the jigsaw is not one member, but many. If the side piece should say, I'm not the corner, therefore I am not of the jigsaw, is it still not part of the jigsaw? And if one of the top side pieces said, because of one of my sides doesn't look like everyone else's and I should be a middle piece, is it still not part of the jigsaw? If the whole jigsaw was sides, who would fill in the middle? And if the whole jigsaw was all corner pieces, who would form the side of the jigsaw? But now the master jigsaw is here, God... has set each piece, each one of them, into the jigsaw just as he pleases. And if they were all of the same, if they all were the same, what would the jigsaw look like? But now indeed there are many pieces to the jigsaw to form one beautiful picture. And the corner piece cannot say to the middle piece, I have no need for you, because how boring would four corner pieces be? (laughs) And the middle pieces cannot say to the side pieces, we have no need for you, because then how would we know where the jigsaw ended? No, much rather, we all need to play our part. And when each piece functions as it is designed to, then a magnificent picture is formed and the jigsaw master smiles. So I'm going to preach this morning on why the church is like a jigsaw. And I bought my own jigsaw. Beautiful. Okay, why the jigsaw, why the church is like a jigsaw? Number one, every piece contributes significantly. The church is a place where everyone should be involved. Every piece of the jigsaw is valuable. Every single piece. Never believe the lie that somehow you don't quite fit. Never believe the lie that somehow you don't belong. Even if you're a bit odd shaped and you've got a little bit of prickly pieces, you belong at City Edge. But the devil wants to get you to isolate. The devil wants to get you to not be part of the picture, but to be over here by yourself. The Bible says that the devil walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. When a lion goes after a zebra, If the zebra stays in the pack, it's protected. 
Because, because the line can't make out that the, the squiggly lines of the zebra, when they're together, it's one big picture. The, 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 there's no individual part. And so the line has to wait for, for a, a single zebra to, to maybe get a bit of an attitude or a single zebra to maybe uh, just get distracted and, and go away a little bit from the pack. And then the line can strike. Wow. While ever the zebras are in the herd, they're protected. Wow. While ever the piece of the jigsaw is in the jigsaw, it's protected. But the devil wants to take you out. The devil wants to isolate you. The devil wants you to go, you know what? You don't need the entire jigsaw. You just be your piece. It's a lie from the devil. It's also important that we understand that pieces are different shapes and we all have different gifts. We all, we all fit together. How boring would the church be if we were all the same? The, the beauty of, of a jigsaw is that there's different pieces. That's the challenge of the jigsaw. There's different shapes, different pieces, different pictures on the front, and, and it all comes together to form a beautiful picture. And that's what City Edge Church is about. The second reason why the church is like a jigsaw is because you have to see the big picture first. Imagine if I took this thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle and I said to Harry, Harry, <laughs> and then I said, Harry, um, here's the picture. Oh, no, it's not there. There's no picture. So can you do the thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle with no idea of the big picture? I don't reckon. That's right. We're putting this picture together. Can we go to the, the photo? This is my staff at City Hope. I'm sure doing jigsaw puzzles was in their job description somewhere. <laughs> but my PA there in the global care shirt, we put the pictures, the, 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 the pieces out, and then she looks at the big picture. See, you can't, you can't look at a jigsaw puzzle and go, if, if I showed you that and said, what, what's that a picture of? You wouldn't get it. See, we've got to keep, when it comes to church, we've got to keep looking at the big picture, which is the Great Commission. Wow. See, if we just look at our individual circumstance, if we just look at us and we don't keep our eyes on the fact that Jesus has called us to impact cities, Jesus called us to make a difference in the lives of others, and if we just focus on, the, on our, our single piece and, and it's, it's, it's just about me, we miss the whole point. I tell my church all the time, you know, what if church is not about you? What if Christianity is not about you? Now it is, okay, let me tell you. It is for about a minute, <laughs> right? Because we're going we're gonna to ask some people uh, to respond to, to salvation in just a few minutes' time. So if you don't know Jesus, uh, you're going to have the opportunity in just a few minutes' time to respond. And, and if you respond, I'm going to lead you in the sinner's prayer, which is asking Jesus to come into your life and to acknowledge the work of the cross. And right then and there, Christianity is all about you. Until you say amen. <laughs> then it's about others. Jesus, at the very, very conception, the earliest conception of the church, was walking along the beach. And he said, wow, look at those waves from Cyclone Omar. No, not really. He's walking along the beach and, and, and he said to, to, to 
some men. He said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Like the very first conversation, the very conception of the church was about others. Jesus never said, hey, come and we're just going to get together. We're going to have a holy huddle. We're going to hold hands. We're going to sing Kumbaya and we're going to have a great time. Jesus never said that. At the very conception of the church, He said, come and I'll make you fishers of men. Come and I'm going to make you focused on others. In other words, we've got to stay focused on the big picture, the mosaic of the church. That's what it's about. The second, third reason that the church is like a jigsaw is when you first start a jigsaw, you turn all the pieces the right way up. Like Harry, who really isn't trying. (laughs) If he was going to give it a go, the first thing he would do would be turn all the pieces up the right way. Because the, the... When they're upside down, they're dull, but on the right way up, they form part of the picture. And in Acts 17 and verse 6, there was a a bit of a ruckus and some people were upset because the the, the disciples had come in and there was a revival going on in the town. And so they they formed a bit of a protest group and they they went to the house where they thought the disciples were and and they couldn't find him. So they dragged this guy out. I think his name was Jason. Oh yeah, Jason. And and it says, Acts 17 verse 6, but when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city crying out, those who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Now we know it not as being turned upside down, but being turned the right way up. And that's what Christianity does. Christianity takes broken, upside-down lives, turns them up the right way, then grabs them and plugs them into a mosaic of the church where in Christ we make a beautiful picture. Number four is that all pieces belong somewhere. I mean, you don't get spares in a box. See, this church is like 500 people. God doesn't say, well, I've got a plan for 497, but I've got a couple of spares. So you guys just, just you know, you guys just, you're sitting, you're sitting on the bench. Who knows there's no bench in the kingdom of God? It's all game day. We're all in. And so we've got to understand that God has a place for us to play, every single one of us. And you you might go, well, I'm not particularly talented. It's got nothing to do with talent. It's got all to do with availability. You know, I may not be able to sing or I may not be able to preach or I may not be, but you can do something. It's about availability. It's about saying, hey, God, what do you want me to do? Number five is that No one piece is more important than any other. The idea that somehow the preacher is more important than the the barista or that the worship leader is more important than the car park attendant. See, in in this jigsaw puzzle here, no one piece particularly stands out. 
Because it's they're all playing the part they were meant to play. And so no one piece is more important than the other. And in church life, no one piece is more important than the other. We all have a place and something to share. And, and the, the, the point is that we've got to find our fit. Because let me tell you something. I travel around the world. I, I, I preach. I can, I can build churches. I can run global care. But you put me in a room of four-year-olds. It's not pretty. Because that's not my gift. How do I know that? Because I've been in a room of four-year-olds and it really is not my gift. I know it's not my gift. If I got up this morning and started to lead worship, you would hope, you would, you would be wishing I was with the four-year-olds. <laughs> but yet I can preach because that's my shape. That's my fit. And so you've got to find out where, where has God shaped you for the church? Because, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how old you are. Don't, don't believe the lie that if you're over, over 45 in this church that you're somehow old and, and, and there's, there's, there's not a place for you because it's all about young people. Now, it is all about young people, but it's also all about older people. And I do know some churches where kind of once you hit 45, you, you kind of feel like you're on the outer. But I believe every place, every person has a shape fits into fits into the jigsaw number six is that jigsaws have a certain way to fit together but if we go on our own way the picture's not quite right It's the same picture. Just put together slightly different. <laughs> you know, the sad thing is, if, if this represents City Edge Church and, and healthy churches, I know churches that this puzzle also represents. Dysfunctional churches where every piece is saying, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. I don't need to fit into what the culture of this church is. I'm going to do my own thing. I don't like what Pastor Paul does, so I'm just going to, I, I'm just going to do my own thing in my own life group. And, and even though they say that I've got to do this, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And, and, and every piece does its own thing. But this is not God's heart for the church. Like this is, a, this is a dysfunctional jigsaw. What we want is we want a church to be a mosaic that forms a beautiful picture, not a mosaic that looks like it was put together by a two-year-old. God wants us to know that we all fit together. We have our own shape, our own unique shape. And I, I believe, see, the Bible says that they that are planted in the house of the Lord 
shall flourish. I believe that when you join a church, you actually, there's a shape that God has ordained for you in the church. I don't think you're here by accident. I think you're here by design. And I think that God calls together a group of people that can work together for the achievement of the plans and the purposes that he has for City Edge Church, for Caloundra and beyond. See, don't ever think that it's some sort of an accident that you're in the church here. I believe it's, it's, it's by the anointing of the Holy Spirit that you've been called into, grafted and planted into the vision of City Edge Church to make a difference in this city and beyond. Because you're making a difference in Townsville right now, barbecue trailer. You made a difference in early last year when the Tarthra fires happened. Your finance was down in Tarthra helping people rebuild their homes. Your finance in 10 days' time, we're buying chooks in Vietnam. A couple of months ago, goats in Vietnam. See, it's about, it's about influence and that you have a unique shape that God has given to you and you fit into the mosaic. Number seven, jigsaw pieces are odd shapes. They're weird. Like you don't get really anything in the world apart from a jigsaw piece that looks like that. They're kind of unusual. They're, they're kind of lumpy and just unusual. You know, God takes our weirdness and makes a beautiful picture. I, I love, one of my favorite Psalms, one of my favorite verses is Psalm 34 and verse 18. It says, the Lord is near to those with a broken heart. You know, it doesn't matter. You, 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 you can't even say, well, look, I'm, I'm a bit busted up or I'm a bit broken or I'm a bit, I'm a bit hurt or I, I'm just going to... Because God takes that brokenness and says, you know what? I can make that into something beautiful and you can be part of the mosaic of City Edge. I mean, you look through the Bible... The Bible is, is filled with busted up, broken people. Like from, from, <clears throat> pardon me, from Adam right through. It, it's just people that are just broken, doing wrong things. Even like King David, David uh, man after God's own heart, doing wrong stuff. But yet God used them. And I love, I love even the fact that in the genealogy of Jesus Christ, there's four women mentioned. Two of them are prostitutes. Broken people. But God took those lives and put them into the mosaic of the genealogy of Jesus Christ. I mean, that is just, that's, that's grace right there. That is grace. So don't ever take a step back and go, you know what though? I, I, I can't be used because I've, I've got some challenges. You know what we all have? We're all, we're all fighting something. We're all, we're all struggling with something. We're all, because we're, we're humanity. But together in the mosaic of the church, we form a beautiful picture. God wants to use you in this church. Two more. We have to see things from the perspective of the moose. Let's go back and remind ourselves. Go to the next photo. So here's a guy, right? 
Now, this is, we, can, we can judge this guy. We can look at this guy and go, okay, he's obviously was going to the loo. You've got the toilet paper there. He's obviously in a bit of a hurry. Uh, so I come up with some, some judgmental comments on this guy. He might be easily scared. Like maybe you saw a raccoon or something and he's easily scared. He, he, maybe he doesn't like fried food. His wife's cooking some fried food. Maybe he's freaking out about that. Maybe he's indecisive. Well, I want to go to the toilet. Oh, no, I don't. Maybe he's scared of skunks. Maybe he's offended by something that the guy in the boat said. Maybe he has a moose phobia and he was fleeing the moose. But then if we remind ourselves, if we go to the next picture, there's lots of bears. Sometimes in the mosaic of the church, we don't always see the whole perspective. And sometimes we need to remind ourselves, maybe I need to look at what the moose is seeing. One of the things that, that will disarm a church, will make a church ineffective, is criticism. Well, the music's too loud. Well, I don't like the choice of songs. Well, I don't like this. Well, I don't like that. Why do we need the lights turned down when we're worshipping? Why do we need this? Why do we need that? Pastor Paul, can we do this? Pastor, why can't we do this, Pastor Paul? And maybe we need to just take a step back and go, you know what? Maybe for a minute, Pastor Paul's the moose. And we need to see things from his perspective. Because I've been, I've been senior pastor. I've been a normal church member. I've, I've been lots of things in, in churches. I've been on staff but not senior pastor. And you know what? what, I, what I've, one thing I've realized is the different roles and places and positions that I've been in church, you get totally different perspective every single time. If I'm a church attender, I have a certain perspective. If I'm on staff but not the senior pastor, again, another perspective. When I'm senior pastor, again, another perspective. And so at times we've just got to take a step back and go, you know what? Let's trust the moose. Last point. Ever finished a puzzle? Who does jigsaws? Ever finished a puzzle and there's one piece missing? It's just, it is, it's just, it, you feel like you've just wasted your life. <laughs> and the thing is, you can't ignore it. You can't just go, well, I've got this beautiful picture. I mean, it's a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> Harry's really not cooperating here. <laughs> Thousand piece jigsaw puzzle, 999 pieces are there and in order. But there's one piece. What do you see? You see the missing piece. Now, I don't know whether you noticed, I assume you did, there's a piece missing. It actually happens to be the piece that's got Calandra on it. The reality is, 
that if you're missing from the church, you're noticed. And what God wants you to do and to know is that you have a place to fit right here. And the puzzle's complete. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you today for City Edge Church. Father, for the the mosaic of the church, the mosaic of the vision. And Father, I, I pray, Lord, a blessing on City Edge Church, God, on, on that the, the mandate you have on this church, Father, to change people's lives. And Father, I pray, Lord, that everyone that's heard my message this morning knows where they belong, knows where they fit, knows that they're valued, knows that they're shaped, knows their gift. And Father functions in that. And as every head's bowed, every eye's closed, I want to give an opportunity today for people that maybe don't know Jesus Christ. He died that we may live. He died so that we may escape living eternally separate from Him. Is there anybody here this morning that would say, Peter, would you pray for me? If you just raise your hand, I'm not going to bring you out the front. I just just need you to acknowledge that you're opening your heart up to, to Jesus right now. It's such an important decision to make. And most people in the church right now have already made that decision. And if we could go around the room and give them a microphone, they would all say the same thing. You you, you must be born again. You you need Jesus because he's going to take your life and he's going to turn it the right way up. And then he's going to plug you into a mosaic, which is City Edge. Is there anybody here just one last time? Makes all the difference, Jesus Christ, in your life. As the scripture said, these who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Well, these who have turned the world upside down are now part of City Edge Church. Father, we thank you for your mercy and grace today. In Jesus' name, amen.